0: Good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees, the Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today, my friends, and I hope you are having a great day, a great time and you had a great weekend um today uh we are going to do something uh on rahul Gandhi's reply to the prime minister's speech now we know uh the prime minister the honourable minister gave um, um a speech in Parliament in reply to the no confidence motion the speech was about two hours and thirty minutes it was about a lot of subjects um and after that, the no-confidence motion in the Indian Parliament against the Honourable Prime Minister was defeated. Um, however, um, of course, we have our wonderful, um, you know, uh, Rahul Gandhi, who gave a speech, who gave a... Um, um, a press conference later, trying to show that he's he, he's so uh, important and he is so well knowledged and he's so well uh, uh, proclaimed and he's uh, you know he's doing so much work because he has to show that. Uh, in reply to the Chinese interference, the missionaries who are paying them, the missionaries' interference in the Northeast to separate the Northeast from the Indian mainland, the backdoor handlings of the churches, the denominations of churches, who are doing everything to fund violence in this area, to have the Northeast separated, completely separated from India. Uh, And of course he will never talk about that, but he has to show that the Prime Minister is destroying the country, has murdered uh, the country, and that's why he's he's standing as a victim, a saviour for the country. He is the only uh, disgusting saviour in my opinion, but let's take a look at what he said. So the, the prime minister spoke for about two hours and 13 minutes. And he says, Rahul Gandhi says, um, he spoke only for two minutes on Manipur, which is a lie. It was about 12, 13 minutes he spoke on Manipur. Uh, for Rahul Gandhi, who tries to say that Manipur is, violence is going on since two months, but the minute, the prime minister spoke only for two minutes, that's another falsehood of of. Of, of the Gandhi's, um, of the dot, dot, dot gang, which is, um, you know, new bottle, same old wine. Um, you know, stale wine and new bottle, it's the same thing. Trying to show that, oh, the Prime Minister doesn't care. Uh, absolutely disgusting person uh, this this Rahul is. Um what he doesn't know, and you'll see after Denise's speech, he's telling the Prime Minister in his conference, he tells the Prime Minister how to be the Prime Minister. What is the Prime Minister? What the Prime Minister should be, as if he is, you know, he's got this. Um, this long-standing, uh, long-standing uh, experience that he, he is the teacher of all teachers, the gurus of all gurus, and he, he only knows what a prime minister is, what a prime minister should do, and he's going to be telling Narendra Modi. He says very clearly in the speech that he's been in politics for only 19 years. Well, the prime minister has been in politics for longer than that. He's been the chief minister of a state. Uh, He's been the prime minister of the country uh, for um, another 10 years. That is longer than Rahul Gandhi. But Rahul Gandhi thinks he can give everyone talk and, and tell people how to run a country when he's not capable of running even Um, uh, uh, a member of parliament seat all he does is insult others insult everyone uh, degrade others has no respect disrespectful man uh, because he's traumatized in his mind for his family's uh, ongoings uh, but he's telling the prime minister how you know what type? What the prime minister should do. So he says the Manipur violence went on for two months. is going on and hasn't stopped, which is a lie. There are skirmishes, but it has by and large stopped. There will always be skirmishes. He says the Manipur, the prime minister was there for two minutes on Manipur. Now, for those who don't know how no-confidence motion is uh, happens... Um, once a new, no confidence motion is bought on the table, it's bought on a particular subject, but then the Prime Minister or the reply party has can do it, um, can talk on a variety of issues. Anything that's on the table that's in discussion at that particular point will. Um, Anything that's in discussion can be spoken about. So you will see the prime minister spoke about everything, everything, because that is what a no confidence motion is. Not only on one topic, it's about every topic on that's going on that's a topic of contention in the country. Um, and and rahul gandhi tries in his news conference to show that the prime minister was laughing the prime minister was joking the prime minister talked about everything uh, but manipur well we were there, the Prime Minister was not supposed to talk about us, the Prime Minister was not supposed to talk about uh, the country or the Congress, the Prime Minister was supposed to talk about Manipur, which is a lie. Rahul Gandhi himself does not know how a no-confidence motion is run. The Prime Minister is supposed to talk about all subjects. Uh, that are on the table and can talk. He's not supposed to can talk about any subjects, including the one that is presented. And you can go back to all the no-confidence votes uh, in Parliament. I think there have been 26 since 1947. Um, And and by and large, uh, we have now... uh, None of them have been successful. And you see they've been discussed and talked uh, about. And the Prime Minister um in those in those motions have been speaking about every single topic under the sun that is of of virtue or needs to be discussed under that motion um, but you know rahul gandhi who who thinks he personifies intelligence with in reality he personifies just the the crap at the bottom of the toilet bowl um Again, he says very clearly he, he's been there in, for 19 years in politics. He has gone for every state in every condition, means rain or snow or tufan or anything. But he's never seen what has happened like this in Manipur or heard it anywhere, which is a lie, a complete lie, because the Manipur violence has been going on since 1947 and before. This has not stopped even under the of the Congress government, which has been uh, in power for the most during this time. Besides other parties in Parliament, uh, they have been in par- in Parliament in, par- in in uh, in in power the most. So, the violence has not started yesterday. We'll go to the violence in Manipur, and for Rahul Gandhi to lie that he's never seen violence like that is an absolute, complete, utter lie and a shame. And for people, ignorant, gullible people of India, who believe in this without doing their homework, it's very, very easy to do your homework. There is so much of data out there. So in order to camouflage that data, he has to lie. He has to tell a tale. that He's never seen like that. What about, forget Manipur. Let's not take Manipur. Let's take Nagaland, Assam. uh, uh, Let's take... um, kashmir there 's been violence let 's take uh, the violence in 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 Delhi after his grandmother was shot How, What about uh, you know, drugs in 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 Punjab who they have never been able to stop What are the violence after one thousand nine hundred and forty eight when Mahatma Gandhi was killed and and, and they were not able, they, they were the initiators in intoxicators of this violence they commenced this violence. Um, and against all people uh, who were of the same community as um, Godse, They absolutely killed them, butchered them and went on for, for days and weeks. Yes, there's been violence. India is a peace-loving country, he says. Why? Since when there's been only peace, even during independence, there was no peace. In the partition, was no peace. They have never been able to stop the violence. And what Gandhi does not understand is that, you know, there are cameras that show things. There are newspaper articles that show things. There's, there's a lot of proof. I mean, who is he lying to? The gullibles of, of the country? The gullibles of the world who, who look at, who who get their university degrees from NBC and CNN and BBC and Al Jazeera? Who is he, who is he kidding? This is the age of the internet. Uh, this is not the age of the socialist uh, Party where you socialist Indian Marxist Congress, where they control the academia and the media. Today, people can know what's going on. So, yes, there's been violence. And what he does not know, Rahul Gandhi, is that we are not a flat earth, we are an energy field, we are continuous motion energy field. And that energy field um, means that we're cycles and waves, we're currents and waves. The currents never stop. The the violence never stops. The waves don't stop. So how do you expect the violence to stop when you're not even talking about it and you've never done anything to stop it, but you've been part of the problem, not the solution for 65 to 75 years? So Rahul Gandhi trying to show that he has never seen something like this before, which is an unfortunate thing. No one wants violence. Um, no one has... Uh, uh, no one has seen things like this. India is a peace loving nation where people live together. Are you joking? Who are you kidding? I mean, when has there always been peace? There's not peace in our homes because we are butchered to vote for the Indian National Congress. For all these years, we were forced to. We were suffocated. We were not allowed to talk, have an opinion, have a discussion. We were not able to have a voice. Having an opinion was a crime. There's violence in our homes. So, yes, there's going to be violence in our streets. Um, what do you expect? And you're telling a lie, but that's Rahul Gandhi, and there are gullibles on, in this country who will vote for him, and who will believe him, and gullibles all around the world who have no idea what's going on, but there you go. Um, so. He says Rao Gandhi says Amit Shah and Modi ji has murdered Bharat Mata, so we can't even take that nara in, in in Parliament anymore. Basically, he wants he knows that Bharat Mata ki jai has now become the 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 uh, the narrative of the India of the BJP, and he wants to show that they themselves have killed Bharat, and so they cannot use it. Oh my God, now that's, that's it hurts these Marxists who have who are so taking up for Bharat, it hurts them that they cannot take this, this Nara anymore, this narrative. They never took it in the first place. But it doesn't mean that this nonchalant man, who's absolutely ignorant, and who's absolutely condescending, is going to decide when we can take a Nara and not. I mean, the civilization has gone to, it's been 10,000 years and more. We have been invaded... Okay, we've been invaded for thousands of years, 1300 years by the Islamic invaders. We've had Christian invaders, the Portuguese, the French, the Greeks. Uh, well, the Greeks were not Christian back then, but the Greeks, the British, uh, everyone under the sun. The Greeks came everyone under the sun has done everything to invade us yet the civilization bharat is still here I mean, who the hell is he to say oh the bjp has murdered because he tries to show that everything is the problem of the bjp and that is his brand of politics you Portray yourself as a victim, as your savior, as Jesus Christ, who's coming to save you. But Jesus could not save himself. So what is this Rahul Gandhi, uh, who's learned from from Jesus trying to be a savior? He didn't save anyone. The Christians have had 2,000 years of violence. Islam has had 1,400 years of violence. And he's trying to show these people he's adamant, about showing these groups of people um, and their drug cartels that they run as sometimes of victims and he is the savior of these victims and everyone else who supports Bharat Mata has murdered it all of a sudden and now we are left in the middle of nowhere, stranded because the BJP has murdered Bharat. Oh my God, he is as condescending as you come and I'm sorry to say it again, I feel ashamed that I voted for this group uh, twice in my life, but here we go. Uh, so he says his explanation is he went to um, he went to Manipur and with his security detail, and he went to the mighty areas and they told him if there's a cookie in your group, please tell them no, please tell take them away because we'll kill them. And if he went to the uh, the cookie group, um, they told him if there's any Manipur, if there's any mightiness detail, they will. Kill! they will kill the mighty, so please take them away. So he says, the BJP has murdered uh, Bharat through Manipur, which is an absolute lie. Um, And he says, this is an insult to the people of Manipur. Um, I do not understand how the PM could do such a thing. Um, The PM does not say anything to the people of Manipur. Well, guess what? In the 65, 70 years that have gone by, The Indian National Congress has not said anything about Manipur because their fire has been burning and the war has been going on in Manipur since 1949. I've never heard one prime minister say anything about Manipur ever. How come all of a sudden that they need something to be said on Manipur? Why? Because they're not in power and their brand of politics is to portray themselves as victims, while they light the fire through the back door, run and say "wolf," and pretend that they are the victims of this this whole thing, when in actual essence they have ignited the fire, caused the rape, caused the uh, insolence, caused the violence, and then pretending that they have you know they've come from nowhere, they are in arms in hand in hands with the crystal drug cartels these drug cartels, these um, um, uh, people with uh, AK-47 guns, these churches are fiefdoms, and they have closed their eyes on purpose because they've been paid heavily by these missionaries and these groups on the ground to close their eyes so that one day the Northeast can um, separate from the Indian mainland, and then all they have to do is blame the BJP. Well, this time we know and we have access and proof that the Christian drug cartels are running the show and they are hand in hand with the Indian National Congress. Um, so he, Rahul Gandhi says, what is the reason uh, that he does not say something on the situation? Um, he says the Hindustan army could have stopped the violence in two days. Uh, if if he, he gave the army uh, orders to the armed forces, the Tamasha would have stopped in, in two days. Oh, really, Rahul Gandhi? So let me say, did, did the Indian armed forces stop, stop the violence in Kashmir in two days? I mean, the violence is going on since 1947. Two days, you, you, no one has stopped any violence. How come they did not stop the violence in two days in Kashmir? Tamasha hua? how come they have not stopped the drug violence in uh, in in Punjab? I mean if the Indian army is so good, they would have just stopped the borders they closed the borders. Why is the drug still coming in? How come in in Sri Lanka they did not stop the war, the civil war. Um, in Sri Lanka, if the Indian army is so good, there was a genocide going on in Sri Lanka. But there were Hindus, right? They didn't care about them. The Indian National Congress didn't care about them. So why would they stop the war? I mean, all they didn't even have to send the armed forces. Rahul Gandhi's father could have said, could have said, uh, had the conversation with the Sri Lankan government. Over the, uh, behind the table uh, with the UN, with international agencies. The, 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 the Rajiv Gandhi could have had that conversation. He could have made a deal if he wanted to. He sent his, hippo, his peacekeepers, and guess what? In the end, his own father got assassinated. His father got assassinated. He couldn't do anything. Could, he, could the Indian army stop it? No. Could uh, her own security detail kill him? Her own security detail killed her. Uh, Rajiv Gandhi uh, was killed by another Tamil uh, assailant, LTT. Why didn't Rajiv Gandhi do something in, in, in Sri Lanka? He could have had that conversation uh, and made a deal, a ceasefire. But the genocide of the Tamils and the people in, in Sri Lanka, no one stopped anything. What about the war in 1971? How long did it take? Did it take two days for the Indian Armed Forces? Uh, to stop to stop the war in uh, in uh, in East in Bangladesh, or did it take a hundred days? I mean, how come all of a sudden uh, he thinks that the government has power in, in hundred day in two days uh, or in two months to stop a war that has been going on for so long? How come they, the Indian National Congress, after being in power for so long in Manipur, has not been able to stop the violence because there's violence going on in Manipur before that? They've never talked about it. Now he wants the Indian, he wants the Prime Minister to talk about it. The Congress could not stop the violence, but yet they want the, the BJP to stop the violence. Jesus Christ could not save anyone for 2000 years, yet he wants the BJP to, to stop, uh, to bring peace. I mean, has Jesus Christ, of all these cookies and these Nagas, done anything? I mean, you call yourselves Christians, right? You believe in Jesus who's going to come and save you. Well, come and tell your Jesus now to save you what 's the use of being Christian if Jesus is not going to do the job? But why has the bJP have to take the blame because he's in because this is their brand of democracy and politics. Blame everyone else without introspection, without taking um without taking um, uh, responsibility, without going 360, without taking a note of everything in this area, uh, of all the uh, components in the equation, but just blindly non-stop blaming other people for your condescending arrogance, uh, and that for 120 years. Uh, the Indian National Congress has not done anything but create violence. Wherever they go, there is violence. Then they pretend that the violence is someone else. They pretend that they are so nice and so secular, so they don't do the violence. And as a result of which, they're the only ones that bring peace. But just recognize wherever you go, the Indian National Congress brings violence through the back door. Um, And After all of this, he goes back. He says, "The prime minister, um, sorry, um, the prime minister does not want to stop the fire. This is the truth. Yes, I know the truth. The truth is that, you know, is what you make of it to 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 um, to sell your brand of politics. That's your truth." not the real truth, because you could not stop the violence for so long. He says the PM wants the fire. He, he does not want to stop the fire. If that is not a lie, I don't know what is. Um, and he says the PM has ceased a, a prime minister ceases to be political. He becomes the voice of the people. He, his politics has to be put aside, and the PM should speak not as a petty politician, but the PM should speak on the weight of the people of the country behind him. So I I guess he's calling himself a petty politician because he's not the prime minister. I mean, he's a petty politician, but the prime minister, uh, you know, and he's the one giving the orders and moral justice and telling you how to speak it, how people should do, what people should. He's never been the prime minister. How should he know? And And how does he give orders or moral justice to someone and pretend just because he's speaking English, upper high class um, elitism, trying to look down on others and telling people this is how you should do, this is how you should not. You don't tell others, you respect others. Secondly, as a member of parliament, if, if a PM sees it to be political, All members of parliament cease to be political the moment they reach the uh, parliament. Their duty is to support the entire country and be representatives for the entire country. However, Rahul Gandhi has spent the last nine years only insulting the prime minister. He has no respect for the prime minister or for the country or for its constitution or for anything but he wants, the, he wants the PM to stop being political. First and foremost, the PM knows what he has to do. He does not need to be told by a petty politician of the Indian National Marxist Congress who he should be and he should not be. When the Prime Minister says, sapka sad, sapka vikas, he does not take the name, he does not say Hindu, Muslim, so he doesn't need a petty politician like Rahul Gandhi to be giving his ball talk. Okay, That's point number two. Um, Point number one, sorry. Uh, Point number two, the PM knows already what should be done and what should not be done. He has got higher ratings than any politician on the planet. He has done a better job. And because he's done a better job economically... The Gandhis cannot stand that there is someone who is better than them, so they have to pull everyone down from the trains from the from uh from the violence in money pool which they have their allies in the church have instigated and have played a part behind the scenes the drug cartels uh, that are run by them and have been camouflaged all these years that that has never been bought out in public um they are not capable of stopping that, but they need the Prime Minister to be, to be over politics. Uh, well, Rahul Gandhi has spent nine years calling people him uh, Chokidar Chor, and he goes on his rallies and he tells everyone in his rallies, call the Prime Minister Chokidar Chor. That's the only thing he can do. Call the Prime Minister Chokhida Chor. He has said it so many times. He's incited people to call the Prime Minister names. The pri- If he wants the Prime Minister to be over and above politics, to represent the country, why are you inciting violence to your people, to your mob who follows you around, to your press conferences, to your mochas, to your uh, manifestations? Why are you inciting violence against people, um, the Prime Minister, if you want some respect? And if you want to be above politics, if you think you're morally superior, why don't you show the way by being better than and not calling the prime minister names? But no, you can't expect that from Rahul Gandhi. He's only there to give his moral justice a, 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 thick, a, a thick head chick, uh, absolutely condescending and arrogant. But that is what the, the brand of politics in the Indian National Congress is, and the dot-dot gang. okay? It's only there to bring down everyone. They've brought down the RSS for, for 75 years or more than that. Well, the RSS would not have happened if the Indian National Congress was not a bunch of hypocrites. If, if, uh, um, if the Mopla riots had not happened, there would not be the, in, the RSS. If they had taken sides of everyone, they have balanced, uh, played a balancing act for everyone, and not taken sides against and pretended that they are taking off sides is just to support the minorities. No, it's to use to cause to cause a two-state solution in the country to run two states at a time. Because they are running two states at a time, they have to camouflage it with something, a narrative, and so they have minority majority. But they are not running the country as uh, a le as leaders, they're running the countries as petty politicians, which is exactly what Rahul Gandhi calls the prime minister, a petty politician. Actually, he's the one, a petty politician, and he said it out loud. No one else has said it, and it's important to understand this point. Um, And he says um, the prime minister does not understand who he really is. Um, Watching the prime minister speaking about the Congress, the opposition makes... um, You know, um, uh, make walking, watching the prime minister speaking about the Congress opposition and making ridiculous uh, remarks is does not do justice to the Indian prime minister. Well, this this man is even below the belt to even talk about this. Rahul Gandhi, he is. uh, I mean, you know, you can lie. And That's what petty politicians do. You can lie. And that's why Rahul Gandhi is a petty politician. Um, For him to give, to pretend that he has never seen something. Well, you know, there are people older than you. And in India, you're supposed to respect your elders. You may respectfully disagree, but when you... Uh, res- disrespect a person, you're going to get disrespect in return. And on top of that, not only you disrespect, you're trying to tell the Prime Minister that you've never seen anything before, But obviously because people respect each other. Have you respected the Prime Minister in order for the Prime Minister to respect you? Have you respected the, the significance of Parliament that you bring your slime and your slender every day and pretend that you you're some victim, but you've never provided any solution to any problem. On the contrary, you have created the problem. Um, just like the TN chief, TN uh, TNBJP says, just because Rahul Gandhi is unemployed doesn't mean the country is unemployed. Well, you know, um, that's exactly what the problem is. Rahul Gandhi is unemployed and he's trying to show that he's doing some justice, he's doing some work, but he's creating even a bigger problem. And the elite of this country who speak English and who've been brainwashed that Hindi is a vernacular medium uh, language, it's a a thick language it's a dirty language it's a language of dalits and caste and low and uneducated people who do not have any intelligence they're the ones who will take up for rahul the rahul gandhis of the world the the vote for the rahul gandhis of the world because they they think that that's the only way to go about they they don't know any essence of anything um, they will never, they don't even know how to count to 360. They will never look at all the angles of a solution, only what has been fed to them. And unfortunately, this is where we've come to. But Rahul Gandhi's condescending arrogance at his press conference in reply to the Prime Minister is exactly what it is a lie upon another lie upon another lie. Um, I think the Prime Minister knows that he is the representative of all people, even when uh, arrogant uh, members of parliament call him Chokidar uh, Chor. If you want respect, Rahul Gandhi, you have to give respect in return. And not only the Prime Minister, every single member of parliament is, represents the country as a whole. Uh, and the members of the opposition from the last nine years are absolutely disrespectful group of people, um, and that's why we are where we are today. Uh, Just to give you briefly, I'm going to put a link in my podcast from the Human Rights Watch organization, and it says very clearly over here that Manipur violence has not started yesterday. Okay, in 19, uh, 1980, all Manipur was declared a disturbed and an um, um place, and the armed forces special act power was imposed in the state because the state government said that the use of armed forces and civil powers, and aid to aid the civil powers was necessary. So you see, this has been going on since nineteen eighty. This is nothing new. Um, the violence in Manipur was not. S- simply between the security forces and armed groups. Uh, there's a history of differences between the Métis, the Nagas, the Cookies, and other tribal groups. Um, Nagas want a sovereign Nagalim, uh, where a large swat of areas in Naga territory um, and swat of Naga majority areas that includes parts of Manipur, Assam and Burma, the Maitis began to form uh, organizations to demand independence and protect their territories from Naga claims. This is all going on since a very long time, my dear friend. Okay, In in 2001, widespread protests broke out when the mighty Manipuris feared that a peace agreement between the Naga insurgents and Indian government would lead to the breakup of their state. Um, the cookies and Nagas have had numerous clashes with hundreds killed in 1990s the cookies also wanted their support for independent separate state called cookie land uh, which would include cookie tribes from Burma so they want to bring in the Burmese into cookies into cookie territory which obviously will overflow one day into mighty territory and that will be the end of it and they will grow and grow and grow so they they don't just want a cookie state. They want to bring not only a cookie state, but they want to bring the cookies from Burma into their state. And at one point, they will break away from the Indian uh, continent because uh, they are Christians and obviously supported by Christianity, the pedophile church supported by um, missionaries. That's the only thing that's going to happen. They're going to have the separate, the church wants to break India into multiple groups, uh, small groups are uh, breaking. They are part of the breaking in their forces, and they are the, um, the ones behind. the absolutely the ones behind the cookies who are Christians asking for this. Um, then there, there are many other different groups. Uh, Uh, In Manipur, some want a separate state under the Indian constitution, some want a separate nation. But the main concern of the Kuki people is that the customary law, their customary law, should be protected. The real issues in the hills is land. Uh, Some are out to grab it by force, and we are caught, and they are caught in the middle between the armies and the Nagas. The Nagas killed about 900 people in the 1990s, 350 villages were uprooted and the army continues uh its course uh the mighties uh There is particular resentment from the mighties for secessionist demands of the Nagas and Cookies because of the special protections uh, preserved for tribal groups under the Indian constitution. The mighties are not eligible for privileges under Manipuri law to protect their indigenous tribes. They are not allowed to settle in the hills, Uh, however there is no such restriction for the Nagas and Cookies settling in the valley. So why? Because the Nagas and the Cookies are Christians and they have been convinced converted to Christianity by lies of the pedophile priest and the missionaries so obviously they're not going to allow the Metis into their territory because they are pure while the Maites are pagan uh, they're heretics they're kuffar. so obviously you're going to have that that dynamic but this is going on for a very long time so it didn't want to start with the BJP or the prime minister how come Rahul Gandhi is not talking about it well because he has to show the gullibles of India that oh the BJP is bad and do not vote for the BJP vote for Rahul Gandhi and his dot 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 gang and of course they will continue the drug trade, Manipur and the Northeast will separate and it will become Christian territory. That's exactly what they want because Rahul Gandhi and his dot 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 gang have absolute contempt for the Indian civilization, for our ancestors and their heritage and that is the root cause of all these problems my friend. Every time you have an Abrahamic group going somewhere, they will take part and part and part of your land they will pretend that you're a savage. they will pretend that you're going to hell you're going to hell. they will sell you all the gullible stuff they will f- f- uh, they will fund armies, they will fund resistant groups, they will fund militant groups, and finally you get so tired you give in and you just lose your civilization they 've done it all over the world, and they have done doing it in the northeast um so, um, there are estimated 30 armed groups, my dear friend, armed groups belonging to various ethnic and religious groups operating in Manipur. And at present, there is no secession to the host- hostilities between this long-standing contempt for between these groups. Um, some the main Naga groups have ceased hostil- hostilities against the state belonging to on because of ongoing talks with the Indian government. However, counter insurgency operations were continued against the Métis and Islamic groups. Um... This has led to war, fear, anxiety, terror for many residents, impacting daily life and the region's development. This is not yesterday, it's been going on for a very long time. Uh, since the beginning of the conflict, the armed groups have been responsible for torture, for targeting killings, for indiscriminate bombs, and ab- abduction for ransom, forced recruitment into combat, and religious militants demand for food or shelter from civilians. While Manipuris complain about the daily abuse and human rights violations by the state security forces, they also are held hostage by the stranglehold of militants um and so yes my dear friends this is the long and short of the story of manipur but that's not what rahul gandhi said it said he says the bjp is responsible for it why because they are the dot dot gang, dot gang and their allies in the church were the ones who actually started the violence this time. They're the ones who want separatist movements and they're the ones who are supported by the missionaries and by China. So you know why they're supporting, why they're going against the, the BJP, because they have supported the Indian National Congress, is the only party that is formed by a foreigner, run by an Italian, are funded by foreign missionaries, uh, in alliance with China, and voted by people who are illegal immigrants into this country. Yes, my friend, that was... Um, statement on the Jaipur Dialogues I thought was fantastic, so I thought I'll tell you about it. But anyway, this was a run-through of the um, post-Manarinder Modi speech, uh, a press conference by by Rahul Gandhi, it is important, very important to have this conversation, to to look at it, to dissect it, and to understand the lies that he's been telling, he's told, um, and to understand all 360 degrees of the angle and the triangle. It is very important uh, in order to find your peace, in order to support uh, correctly, to understand the long-standing mentality behind this, and uh, to understand that unless, unless we have do not support these drug cartels these missionaries they are doing exactly the same thing all over India it's time to stop the missionaries the Christian drug cartels uh, stop going to their churches um, and you know you will find peace you will find peace because everywhere Abrahamic groups grow go including the church there is war On that note, my friends, I let you go. I thank you for your time. I wish you all the peace in the world. Uh, And I hope uh, you find yourself a better day and a better week ahead. Cheers and stay safe.